Hilchos Chayvul Mazik Perik Dalad. By the way, yesterday I made a mistake. The reason why women don't lean by the seder nowadays is because, like I said, not that it's a suffix if they're considered chashuv or not chashuv. But even if, even if they're chashuv, <laughs> even if they are chashuv, Kuba Chalal says nowadays you lean because today we don't lean when we eat. Anyways, that's the word. Okay. Anyway, Perik would be Alach Alach. When a person pushes a woman, strikes a woman, and because of that, her fetus comes out prematurely. She miscarries. Despite the fact that the guy didn't... Despite the fact that that the guy... Despite the fact that... Despite the fact that... <laughs> We're very thankful for all of you, the Masadrim, and their efforts. And uh, he's from the old Levium. He's not allowed to work no more. <laughs> okay, so obviously, uh, Scavin, despite the fact that the guy didn't intend to hit the woman, he's or maybe even if he, even if he didn't, he sure didn't intend to. To, to make her miscarry, but Pashas he means he didn't intend to hit her. In other words, in other words, yeah, he, he wanted he wanted to hit someone else. As we'll see, he has to pay for the miscarriage. Who is entitled to the money from the, the fetus? The husband, the the husband, or the the father rather. Whether husband, boyfriend, you know what I'm saying, or even you know uh, sidekick. Point is, is that uh, that's that's the din. The impregnator. That, exactly. Thank you. However, so the, the, val, the difference of the woman's, the fetus value goes to the husband. But the damage to her body, which is not exactly the same thing as the miscarriage damage, that goes to her, the pain is to her as well. What is the value of the fetus? You value the woman. How much is she worth on the slave market as a pregnant woman? She has a certain value increased because of the fact that she has a, a second slave coming. The Pasha, she's worth more than a non-pregnant woman. That's the assumption. Right, but for that a few months only, but there's a whole other slave. Yeah, that, bring it in but the assumption is it's worth more. But how much she would be with after giving birth. So after giving birth, she's worth less. Once she gives birth, now she's not worth as much because the first master who's selling her keeps the baby. So therefore, her value goes down. That difference is that that opportunity that's lost, the husband gets, uh, the, the father of the baby gets. Now, if after that happens, the, the husband dies, so who does he bequeath the rights to collect the money to? His inheritors. However, if the whole episode happened, after the husband died, or father of the baby died, in that case, who inherits the right to, according to the Rambam, the value of the fetus? The woman also is entitled to the value of that baby. Gimel. Now the truth is that sometimes, yeah, sometimes a, 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 woman, doesn't, a woman doesn't always inherit the, 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 the husband, or doesn't, doesn't usually, doesn't, the child doesn't inherit the husband. But over here, when the husband dies, at that point, even if he has other Yerushim, this is the grandfather alive, there's an uncle alive. Correct. So you might think that the baby now is the property of the husband's heirs, the, his, the, the baby's brothers, if his brothers, the grandfather is alive. The answer is no. That Pashat, there's a cut. that she's the, she's the owner of the fetus after the husband, therefore, and it's not after the isha, the value of the decrease, the decrease in the value of the fetus goes to the woman. Gimel. What if she was married a ger who had no other children, at least no other Jewish children besides for this fetus? And then, and she was injured and miscarried in her husband or father of the baby's lifetime. In that case, 
the value goes to the husband as would be normal. Meisagerv, afterwards he passed away, there's nobody collect to, to bequeath the rights to, therefore putter. And the, and the woman doesn't get the money though. You might say, what do you mean she should get it? The answer is no. Once the ger was zoicha, and, oh, exactly. Yeah, once the ger was zoicha, and then the ger died, so the bequeath the, the, the rights does not go to the woman, it goes to nobody. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. This is Hefka, and he has it. Right, right. Yeah. If, excuse me, if after the ger passed away, the injury happened to her, in that case, the regular case. When did he marry the woman? Second, after he became a ger. It's irrelevant. Became a ger. Who, who says they're married? The, uh, yeah, obviously the, 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 the pregnancy happened after he was a year already. If then it wouldn't be the gift. So then after he's a year already, so then then it should go to it should go to the woman. What? It, one second. After the ger, the, the father the baby dies, then she gets injured. Then it's like a regular case where the, where the father the baby dies. Also, he she gets the fetus money as his regular case. Okay. Now, what's the din if this happens to a non-Jewish woman married to a non-Jewish husband? The Ram does not describe that to us. Is it the same? Is it different? We don't know. But I, the I, secular I, courts will take over. Well, one uh, second. But let's uh, say it's an Eretz Yisrael where the Bezin also runs the show. Does the Bezin award the father of the baby the money of the... I'm not sure. If at the time that she became pregnant, she was not Jewish or she was a maidservant. Right. Now... Who's the father? If he's a guy, so the chayra, the whole thing's not negaya. Okay, yeah. let's, let's make it simple. The husband was a yid. The father was a yid. The, the woman was not a yid. She was either a shif knainis, which is a partial yid, or she was a gaya. But between, during the moment of pregnancy, or while she was pregnant, he became a gaya, a yid, right? Or, excuse me, she became a gairis, a Jewish, Jew, a Jew. Or she was free, she became a full Jew. So in this case, is the baby associated or entitled, if you will, to the father? The answer is no. When a Jewish man and pregnant a non-Jewish woman, there's no shaykhs to the fetus, to the father. And even though we'll see later on that the Rabban and the Chum and the Sakani should be able to inherit his father, since when Bishas, the pregnancy happened, she was not a full Yid, even though Bishas, she was injured, she was a full Yid, who is entitled to this money? We look at it as if the father is non-existent, as if he died. So because because of this association, therefore the value of the baby goes to her. Now, um, right, exactly. Yeah, it goes to her. If she's a shivcha, right, right. If it was so, if it was a, a goya, not if it was a shivcha. So if she's a shivcha, the moment she becomes right. So if she became pregnant when she was a shivcha. This, this, the baby and the father they have no shaykh to each other there's no connection it's relevant so obviously it applies but in the case like this let's say she's a goya and he's a goya and then after she becomes pregnant they both a guy still the money goes to him because the baby and the father have no shaykh hey and they give us the isha the goes to who? the woman and they give us the isha person pushes, pushes uh, hits a woman she has a miscarriage and she dies right even though now one second Do, is he going to be high Misa for killing her depends the situation let's see let's say for example it's a shay gig in which case obviously he's not high Misa he's a part of a tashlum he's a part of a tashlum perhaps but he's a part of he's part of him paying and pays nothing why this is the principle of since he's technically speaking theoretically of Misa for this kind of behavior therefore any money obligation that's incurred in the same action he's part of from I the Chari is not Chayiv Misa he's a Shaykh 
doesn't make a difference. The fact that theoretically speaking, this Avera is an Avera which could be Chiyiv Misa, circumstances provided, therefore he's Patsam Pekshem. It says, If there's, if there's no, if there's, if there's, if she does not die, then he must pay. If she does die, then he does not pay. Whether or not he killed her and he's Chayiv Misa because it was Edom Hasra, or it was no Edom Hasra, he's not Chayiv Misa, or Bechal he was a Sheikh and therefore there's no Misa. It's irrelevant. As long as she's not, as long as she dies, he, for the, by his actions, he's not going to pay. It's only if she does not die, and she's alive still, therefore there's no Chiyiv Misa, even theoretically, therefore Anish, Anish, that's when he pays the money. Anish, Anish means a monetary payment, uh, punishment. Therefore the Pasuk, we had this before already once. The Torah does not differentiate. When it comes to a capital crime, the Pasuk, regarding the idea that if someone does one deed, which carries a money punishment, as well as a Misa punishment, even if actually the Misa will not be administered, for whatever reason, the most common example is that deed was done with ignorance, or inadvertently, etc., etc. The halacha is, is that he's not chayef to pay the money. When is this true? When is this When do we say that he's part of him paying? Because the deed he did is a theoretical chiyav misa. This is talking about a case where he wanted to hit the, mo- hit the woman. So, when is it true he's part of him paying? He wanted to hit the woman. So, I look he said a case of shege. The varit is he didn't want to kill her, or, or let's say he he was no hasra, so therefore it's a shaygi. Right? He didn't know you know how to kill someone. That, that's another example of possible hasra, possible shaygi. Akaponim, the fact is is that the the idea over here is is that why are we treating this as a maisa that's a chiyav misa maisa? Because he intended to hit the woman. And we're talking about a case where he hit her with enough force and a tool that could cause her to die. But the point is, is that he intended to do an action which could carry circumstances provided, aid the asra, etc., the death penalty. Therefore, he doesn't pay. Mm-hmm. If Bechal did not intend to hit her, he wanted to hit someone else, even kill someone else. And he instead he hit the woman. Even if he wanted to kill the other person, but, he, but it was not the woman, it was somebody else. Even though, the, even though she died because he missed, he missed the other guy, hit her. Since he killed her without intention, um, since he can't possibly do Misa, because it's certainly without intention. So, sorry, sorry. So, 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 the value of the the vladis, even though according to the, so so lechayda. Now the, the question that everyone raises over here is no lechayda not. The Alam seems to say elsewhere that the, when one, one, a person wants to kill one person A instead kills person B, he is chayiv misa. So why would the Alam let him off the hook over here? Okay, so no question have a problem with that. That's that's the shikol kasha. Upon the Alam seems to be saying that at least over here, but again, this din of the obligation, the concept of calling the admirer to get off the hook for the money. Because he, because he um, uh, is, is Chayef Misa, theoretically, does not apply.
Basically, the Bafarshim seem to say, I'm looking at 14 over here, that, that it's not a contradiction. The Dalam could say that he wanted to kill some guy. Instead, he killed a woman. On the, on the, on the, it could be, you could say that maybe according to the Ram, you are Chayef Misa, but as far as the comment that I've as far as the Fidis is concerned, he's still Chayef the Fidis. That's what it seems. All right. Zayn. Hamakas Chava Vi'imai. A person who strikes their parent, biological parent. Well, it also Ben Chabura and does not cause a bruise. Chayef Chemish Devarim, like a regular person, you have the five items of Nezek, Tzar, Shev's Misa. Avol, that's if it does not make a bruise. Avol, he also makes a bruise. If it does make a bruise, or he hits somebody else on Shabbos, in the, in, in, in the way that he's Mechal Shabbos, he made a bruise. I feel like a shaggy, even if all these cases was a shaggy. Again, if you do an action that's theoretically Chayef Misa, despite the fact that you're a shaggy, you're not Chayef Misa in actuality, because it's theoretically Chayef Misa, you don't pay. Because it's something which theoretically better than kill someone for execute someone for being a Chal Shabbos by causing a bruise on another person, um, a wound, which is a told of Shita, or hitting a parent and making a wound, or even a bruise, perhaps even a bruise which does not break the skin, still Chayim Misa, therefore he's Pater. We already said that it's not relevant whether or not the person is actually going to be executed. If he did something which theoretically carries upon itself the Chi of Misa, he will not incur the Chi of Mama that is involved. Even if actually he's not going to be convicted and executed. He's going to be exonerated because he was a Shege, because it was whatever. Fact is, he's part of him pen. Fact the Gemara the Ram Kasha. This 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 halacha belongs in the Shabbos, but it's a get our halachas over here. So if you learn till Shabbos, you have this question. Therefore, the Ram has to address it. A person who damages someone else is being destructive. The principle is that a person does a malacha in a way of being destructive rather than productive or constructive. He's potter from the malacha. Why is this guy who's being destructive chayv misa? A person who, for example. Uh, a person who's trying to, who, 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 uh, who, uh, who, 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 let's say, extinguishes a fire. So that's considered being destructive. You're not chayiv unless you're trying to be constructive. For example, you're trying to create a good wick, a good, to light, light it again later, for example. Other examples. The point is that over here, this is a situation of chavala. So you're not doing anything constructive. When you shecht an animal, you're creating meat. You wound a person. What did you do? Why is that constructive? Why is it considered chil shabbos? Since you give your evil inclination, you know, a good feeling, right? Right? The person feels that the, 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 the instinct of a human being to feel threatened is pacified when you would strike at your enemies. Now the body feels like it's subdued, the, the threat, therefore the anger subsides. That's like being constructive. Therefore, it would be something which theoretically would be Chayv Misa. Therefore, he's part of pain. Because again, when you, whenever you Chayv Misa, even theoretically, part of pain. Now, when it comes to Malchus, it's not the same thing. It's a little different. There is a concept that you don't do Malchus and Misa and, and Mama together, but it's not exactly like Misa. put in a person who is just friendly in Kippur, in Kippur the weekday, not Shabbos. Afilu Mez, even intentionally, in which case he's Chayiv, let's say he's in Masra. She's Chayiv Karas, or he's Chayiv Malchus if there's witnesses. Chayiv Bashum, he still pays the five things as well. Despite the fact. They didn't have very rich chayav malchus. Now, isn't the principle if a person doesn't have which carries two penalties, mammon with malchus, he gets the malchus, does not pay. Shein adam leikav you don't get both. 
Now over here, it's not enough to be theoretical. You must actually get the lashes, and then you're part of him paying. But Lechayr, he's getting whipped. Why is he getting whipped and having to pay this guy as well? That's true, Ram says. You're right. That's the general rule. The exception is the money that's incurred by hitting someone else. Burn someone else's house, house down in Yom Kippur, kill his cow, break his car window, you talk about her. But you hit him, you still pay. The Torah specifically clearly says a person must pay when he damages his fellow, even, Yom Kippur, even when it comes to Malkush. And it says, the word rak is an inclusion. So you take a knife and you stab the guy in the arm, you pay for that. You don't pay for the shirt you ripped. You do pay for the damage to his body. Ches, excuse me, Yud. <laughs> Alright, let all the civil rights activists close your ears and get lost. This is not gonna, you're not going to like this. <laughs> a person who strikes his own Evan. Potter is Potter. Because it's your monetary property. So who, who would you pay? Anything he gets, so we can get to get one pocket, put in the other pocket. And the Chazal were not knas. I think the reason is because if you're going to hurt your slave, he'll run away from you. You're going to lose your slave, right? So, so it's on you. That's only if you damage him permanently in a way that you lose a limb. If, if, you, if you stab him in the arm, he's not free. A person who damages his own Jewish slave. He's all of them except for Shevis. He's like a regular yid. The, the difference is, is that the terms of unemployment, who, who's losing if he's in the hospital? You are, so it's your fault. Now, I suspect if he's in the hospital for t- three months, and after the first month, his six years are up, the last two months that he's no longer your slave, you do have to pay for the chayra. I, I don't know, I'm just, I'm just speculating, right? Because he's no, because at that point, he could work for himself and he can't because of you. So, all right. That's my assumption. I don't know. If I strike your Evid Kanani, so this case, because I strike your Evid Kanani, I'm not allowed to do that. And therefore, I owe, I owe the money to the Evid Kanani. Now, who, who gets the money? Who's entitled to who, Who's the one who holds the Evid Kanani's wallet? The master. Even if he does something where he uh, pained him by giving him some kind of medication, excuse me, he, he, he damaged him by giving, like pouring some acid on him or something, which and it heals quickly. Had I called for us on the rabbi, the referral goes to the master. I'm sorry. Feel a bit serious, Sam doesn't mean he pained him, by, damaged him with acid. It means he healed him. He says over he healed him with a very powerful medicine and he healed very quickly. In which case, that we shot him up, he needs a month of Dr. Metal bills, and I paid it up front. You went to some, 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 some unique, unique, some, some, yeah. but, but some guy who did it when it worked, and he healed very quickly, so I, I, want, I want a refund. He doesn't need someone. How call it for us? The rabbi, no, the rabbi, for all the refund. Once you evaluated it, right? Not a case where it was day by day. He gave it everything up front, like we said yesterday, and... So the, the, the master is entitled to that. He's to whatever, any, any money that comes as, as a result of his Evid. Almost as if the Evid found something, the master gets to keep the Mitzir, right? So whatever the Evid gets, he gets. You have situations where the slave is free, but not free. There's two steps. There's sometimes you can make the slave free. But you say, let's, say you, let's say you declare the slave ownerless. Or, an, or a ger who has no Yerushim buys the Evid Kanan, and then he passes away. So the, the Evid is free monetarily, but not necessarily free in the sense of the transition that's supposed to happen when he goes from being a half a Jew to a full Jew. So over there you have different situations, how that's possible is exactly. But the point is that you have this like in transi- transition stage where he sort of is free, but he hasn't gotten his bill, his, his shtar shikhar yet. 
So that went free, let's say that the master declared him Hefker. Or uh, the master um, knocked out a, 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 a dam, did, did not, cut off a limb that does not regrow. But he does not yet get the star, the donkey, which is completes his shikhr. And again, I'm based on other sources, I'm saying that it's like, it's like he's free as far as halachas of money, ownership go, but he's not free completely in terms of being a full Jew. That's, a, that's, Eved, that's an Eved Ivri. That's an Eved Ivri. Eved Knaas is a little different. So uh, this Eved, there's no concept of if someone injures him and he's in, in this transition, transition stage, he not, he's not entitled, excuse me, in the Knaas, right, there's a din, if my ox gores this Eved Kanani and kills him, there's a set amount you pay the owner, regardless of how expensive or cheap the guy is worth. That does not apply because the own master does not own him anymore. If somebody injures him, guy punches him in the nose, he's unable to demand the money because his freedom is not complete. And the Gemara has a doubt whether or not he's chayiv, and therefore, neither can the master demand it because the master does not have any rights to him in terms of ownership. Now, can they get together and make a make a uh, um, like a power attorney I'm not sure I don't think so over here therefore a person knocks out a slave tooth in which case he asks he goes free up a adult tooth and after he blinds him in the eye because he knocked his tooth out he goes free but he has not yet given him a former bill, bill of freedom but the money for the eye he will not pay him why not because he can't prove he owes it if he grabs it though the slave gets to keep it because of the suffolk Elsewhere, the Rambam contradicts himself on this. And the Rambam says he does not pay for the eye. But basically, the Rambam says the Rambam means... So, so it gets a few different places the Rambam talks about this thing. Like here, and then in Chavadim, and somewhere else as well. As well. Here, the Rambam says that he, pay, he, he, goes free for the, he goes free for the first injury. The second injury, it's a doubt if he's Mechoyiv. And therefore, he can't make him pay. If he grabs, he gets to keep it. Yud Beis. You have two people, Reuven and Shimon, and they had a partnership. They owned an Avid Knani. Let's say they were two brothers inherited a slave from their father. One of them went, one of them gave him a get shikhar. Now he's half free and half slave. So he's both a free man, a, a full Jew and a free man. And where does the Al-Tabh Shulchanah describe this case? The Al-Tabh discusses this in Hilchaskiah Shafer. How is this guy supposed to be fulfilling of Shafer? Evan Kanani can't blow Shafer. The Altar says he has to hear from somebody else because he can't. His free side and his Evan side, every tikkia is mixed together. Okay, so this guy, he's half free and half slave. Shabish Adam, a person embarrasses him, or causes him pain, or ox cords gets a be'elu. So in all these cases, the din is who gets the money. A free man gets the money himself, right? A slave his master gets. So who gets the money? Is he as free as he man? Does he split it with his master and himself? Rambam says no You would think If I didn't learn the Rambam I would say Half goes to him As a free man as a Free half if you will For lack of a better word And half goes to the guy Who owes him half Rambam says no The din is this, this guy What we do is We arrange That he works he, he, He's free one day For himself Does what he wants The other day He has to work Now he's not like he's, he, That his left side is a free And his right side is an evan He's completely, he's 100% free and 100% slave together, mixed together. So the arrangement in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the frame of time work is we arrange every other day. Every other week if you want, whatever it is. But, but if, it's a, if it's an every other day arrangement, if it happens at a day when, he's, when his master is entitled to the benefits, so now he's robbing us the money. He's zayichet to the money. 
Bi'emishla'asi happens in a day when, um, when uh, when he works from south and he then he gets the money. That makes a lot of sense. You're talking about the money for Nezek, Tsar, Sheva, Shibiribashis. In terms of being gored by an ox, so if the ox damages him, so fine, it's damaged. If the ox gores him, he kills him. If he's a free man, he pays the full, he pays Kaifer. If he's a slave, then you pay a the set set amount of thirty shkolim, I think it is, right? So so if it's on this day he pays the full amount to the guy's Yershim. If it's if but he has no Yerushim because he's an Evet. So what would happen on the day if, he, if the ox gores him on the day he's an Evet and kills him and the Knast goes to nobody because the, there's no master. <laughs> if it's on the day where he's his master he, goes, he pays the 30, 30 Shkolm. That's, that's what I think. All right. You give him. Hachel be'ev nebusha chaveri. Ruvain knocks out the eye of Shimon's Evet Ivri. Chayel v'chamish dvoin pays all five things. Now, Evan is a regular yid, and therefore he's entitled to the money. What do you do with what do you do with them? The lokach ben karka, that because he's an Evan ivri, you buy land with it. and the master benefits from the property. Right. So, oh, so one second. So one. So, so when the Evid goes free after six years, or let's say till after Yoival, if he wants to stay longer, then he gets the field, because really it's his, just while he's under the master's jurisdiction, the master eats the produce. But it's his field, he's a Jew, right? Now, now that's not just the Shevis money, it's the money of all five. Some of Farish Taka say that only the Shevis is the master's entitled to. And you, but the Shevis, the master loses the, 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 the money. With that money, you, give, you, you buy property, and the master benefits from it. But the Nezek, Tsar, Reaper, and Baishas, that goes to the slave himself. The Ram does not seem to say that. The Ram seems to be saying, puzzlingly enough, that all five go for the purpose of purchasing this property, not to the pocket of the slave. All right. Unlike the, the woman, she gets right, the Nezek. Right. Right. Because right. he, doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't own the slave, he owns his rights to his work. All right. Fine. Sheves is master. Sheves is unemployment money. What if he damaged in a way that it will not impact his work? Yeah. He cut off the tip of his ear or his nose. Right? And the guy presumably is not on big, he's not he's not modeling for Vogue, right? or for Vogue, whatever it's called. Vogue. So in that case, the Evan gets all the money, then the Rabbis no, 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 no rights to it. The master has no rights to it. So if it if it cuts off his foot. Makes sense, but it didn't work the same way. Yeah, right. So the even though the 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 baishes the tsar, nevertheless, it's all included in the category of the loss that the guy's work is being impacted. According to the Ramah, so all, yeah, okay. According to the Ramah, all five again go to the master in the event that it's uh, it does impact his work. In the first half of the law, right? He cuts off the guy's leg. Yeah, yeah. Same. It's just funny. In, in the first half of the halacha, there are other people who say that only the sheves goes to the master. In other words, the sheves, you buy property in which the master uses the duration of the slavery. But Nezek, Tsar, Ripi, and Baishis goes straight to the slave. But the Ram does not hold like that. All right, Yudal. Person injures other people's children. Let's talk about the girls first. If, uh, uh, this, and the Chayra, uh, this also applies to sons, as we'll see later on. If she's a minor, excuse me, in Nezek, if it's a kind of Nezek that, that makes her worth less, which is the definition of Nezek, right? So what do you mean if? It's a little strange, but 
the fact the father's entitled to the fact now she's been she's been devalued on the, on the slave market. The chen shifta, nezek goes to the father. Shifted the fact that now they know she can't you know work whatever kind of work a seven year old does. The father is entitled to that today. Who is entitled to the to the, her ability to work and make money as an employed child, right? <laughs> slave labor back then. The father, who is entitled to her value to sell her as a slave and theoretically, right? The father, he gets that. Avatsar, the physical pain she endures, the the embarrassment, and the doctor bills. goes to her. Now why? Because the father is not to heal her. She has to heal herself. And therefore, yeah. Uh, no, not uh, not past a certain age. Not past a certain age. It, 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 it is the case over here, right? So, so the point is, the point, even if you want to say, so even if you want to say that it means it means shalom means that the that the father has to make sure she gets healed. But the point is that the money goes for her expenses. But let's say that if there's a surplus, right? What if they what if they evaluate to pay a certain amount and she gets healed very quickly? Who keeps the money? The father or her? The chayder or her? It sounds like. I'm not sure why, but maybe maybe it actually goes to the father. Taka. The person who damages his own daughter, a guy cuts off the finger of his own daughter. Again, he has to pay her the healing, the pain, and the bishes. But the sheves, the nezek, he takes out one pocket, puts in the other. Yeah. You test vav. A person. Now the halachas of damaging another Jew are the same if it's a male or a female. But if it's a married female, then it's a whole different story. Hashavas, the unemployment, she can't work. But the doctor goes because because he has obligation to heal her, and he's entitled to her employment. He she can't work now, and he's losing from it. This is assuming the arrangement was that he provides for her and she works. Now, if the woman is a CEO of Microsoft and he stocks shelves in the grocery store, she's allowed to say, "I'll fend for myself." In that case, she would get the shavas. But that's not the standard arrangement. But it's, it's her prerogative. It's, it's the word is that Tyre gives her the choice. If she chooses to have that arrangement, she could. But she gets the, the either, either way, she gets the tar. Who gets the embarrassed? Who's embarrassed in the fact that she has, she, he cut off her nose? Her husband. Both of them, right? The fact that she's worth less as a slave. Let's also her and the husband. who, if it's revealed, you know, it's damages, it's, it's, it's visible. He, he damaged her face or her neck. It'd be a doubt if her hands or her forearms between her elbow and her wrist, a place that a woman can have uncovered. She gets one third of the Baishish and Nezek. The husband gets two thirds. Right? The Messiah and Nezek, if it's in a place that no one sees, let's say it's between her elbow and her shoulder, a place a woman doesn't show. And the Khir, you have to say as well that it was the place no one saw it happen. So Ashlish Lobal, like his husband, gets one third, which by the woman gets two thirds, because even her private embarrassment affects the husband. Right, because her self esteem is damaged and it hurts him, etc. Now, what do you do with the money? The husband's money, the woman's money, what do you do with the money she's entitled to if she gets money? So you look at Bankaki, you do the stand, you buy pro- property, it belongs to her. The husband profits from the property and uses it, but it's her property. And therefore, oh, if he outlives her, the din is a man inherits his wife, including this property. If she outlives him, she gets the property, goes to her, and then it goes to her family when she passes away. Test Zion. We're talking about she was damaged by anybody else. The Shechav other people damaged her. 
the husband injures his wife. Chayav what's the Okay, Okay, call Nezek, Tsar, he has to immediately pay her all the Nezek, all the the Tsar, she keeps it. The the husband gets no benefit from it. he's entitled to the money. The answer is it's a kinas to the husband for not for injuring her. Exactly. he should just take the money out of one pocket and put it in the other. Obviously, the, the, the deeper he taka does, he has to heal her. That's a part of the ksuba. But the word is as a kanas, he pays her. So he's chayiv nezek, boishis and tsar. But chalal, he must heal her. That's an obligation he has. And the fact she can't, she can't work, so that's, you know, <laughs> that's his loss. And if she wants to give that money to somebody else, they say she could. It's her money. That's how much I was emphasizing that it's her money. Of course, the husband has an obligation to pay to heal her, like he must heal everything. Now, what if the husband was engaging in behavior that's permitted? or even a mitzvah, He damages or he injures her in marital relations. He's involved in permitted activity, even a mitzvah, but he's still the same way we said before in because he's not allowed to injure her. If he does, he must accept responsibility. What if she hits him on the head with a frying pan, right? So he damages her. She, excuse me. She damages him. Again, a permanent damage. So now she has no money. So if the arrangement is where she supports herself because she's very wealthy and he's a poor guy and so she, the arrangement was she'll take care of herself financially, fine. She has money to pay. That's not a kasha. But what if it's a regular case where she has no personal money? Where would she get the money to pay this obligation? So, let's say, for example, the signs for the basic obligation of 200 zuz, or 100 zuz sometimes, she, he, he voluntarily added the event of his death or divorcing her, he would give a lot more than that. So, so she has a, 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 what to sell over here, a schus, a, a, a potential income. So, the husband wants, we're of her. We, we, we upshots she has this money coming to her possibly if she outlives him or if she gets divorced she has a lot of money coming to her so she could go to somebody and say listen I have a ksuba of a, a half a million dollars it may amount to nothing because if the husband never divorces me and he outlives the, the wife then there's nothing coming but it could be you'll get a half a million dollars so what's the risk you're willing to take Depends on whether or not she's old and he's young, or vice versa, and how much they get along, etc. So all these things. Oh, my is almost okay. So, um, so all these things. Allah is is that we upshots it, uh, uh, and and however much is the price, the husband pay, uh, gets that money, uh, the, the, takes that money from her, or gives her the money, and then from that one it collects. Now we, she can't sell it to anybody else because we're worried that she might just just say that you know I'm meichel it and therefore the, the guy won't be able to collect anything. A guy, a person could do that. I could sell the chiyuv and then be meichel it and then you won't get anything. The husband also could divorce her and take the ksuba money. What if she didn't have that option? It was just two hundred zuz. She can't sell the basic ksuba obligation to him. She also a person is never allowed to have a wife without a ksuba for one moment. They shouldn't be used to divorce her. 
the husband writes an obligation, an IOU. She owes him for the money. Or he can divorce her and take the money. But he doesn't have the option of buying the ksuma. You test. A person who damages his own adult kids. They don't lie if he doesn't feed them. He must pay them right away the five things. If they're minors, you buy property, uh, property for the damage. And they, the kids benefit from the property. They were lying on his t- if he fed them and he damaged them, part of these part whether they were adults or minors. Um, uh, if they're adults, they pay right away. minors, buy property. become adults, they benefit the parents. this imbecile and a child. It's a bad news. If the child grows up or the is healed, still their potter at the time they were not responsible. It's also bad. If the slave is free, the woman is divorced. Because they are a They're like a person who owes money, doesn't have what to pay. Once he gets money, have to pay. Last of them, a person slave, it's like your own body. animal money, like your money. Case for example, a person puts a, a coal on his uh, a friend's slave's heart. Basically, he dies. She pushed him into the river into fire, and he dies. The guy was suicidally chose not to come up and save himself. Basically, dies. Part of the you part of the pain because it's not it's, it's, not, it's like it's like money. If you do your friend's animal, your friend's your friend's behemoth. It's like you put it on his garment, it got burned. He must pay, but I think it's the same applies to all situations.